1: hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de
3: FCI US LLC.
5: Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Join News today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kukum, Namely, We are on DTT because we're free to own. DSTV channel 421 and GoTV channel 125. Join News is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, National Health Insurance Authority sets up committee to review and assess whether the NHIS can absorb the cost of dialysis after Joy dialysis crisis series details as a Kolebu hospital renal unit says it is suffocating under a four million Ghana cities debt. A CEO says the facility will also need 961,000 monthly to maintain the cost of dialysis. Meanwhile, a 32 year old kidney patient is asking for help to pay her medical bills. Which shot up to ten thousand Ghana cities due to her inability to do an early settlement. We have details for you. Plus Finance Ministry says Ghana has completed its first review of the IMF program. We have details from a news conference which ended a while ago. And in kumasi is second court has sentenced a twenty-two-year-old household who murdered his employer at sokobana Paso in yet another crime to 20 years imprisonment. We also have updates on policeman hunt for a lone robber who has been terrorising residents of some high-end communities in Accra After CCTV footage of his activities emerged on social media, we'll hear from the residents who say the police is acting too late. After reports in March last year were ignored, we have details coming up shortly. МУЗЫКАЛЬНАЯ ЗАСТАВКА 32 year old Oneida Salam was supposed to be discharged over a month ago at the Upper West Regional Hospital, where she was admitted to the medical ward. She was diagnosed to have kidney disease, prompting medical doctors to refer her to the dialysis center for treatment and later to be discharged due to her unpaid bills, which are pegged around. 5,800 Ghana cities at the time. Obeda is unable to leave the hospital and has piled up additional 4,200 Ghana cities in the last handful of weeks for dialysis. Joining us is a West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam, who visited her at the Dialysis Centre, reports that her bills have now risen to a little over 10,000, and she's calling on government and benevolent organisations to come to her aid to pay, to offset her bills to enable her to go home.
6: In charge of the Dialysis Centre of the Upper West Region Hospital, Kursa Daniel removed the veil on the myths surrounding dialysis. Especially within our community here, people
7: think like when you are having a kidney problem and you are supposed to do dialysis,
8: it's a death warrant. But it is not so. So, we are doing our best to actually demystify that uh, perception that the public
6: holds. The dialysis center of the Upper West Regional Hospital was established in November 2022 and has since attended to by dozens of patients. One of them state 2 year old Ubede Salam. She cannot exactly state what she had a kidney disease that requires dialysis, except to list the symptoms that force her. To come to the hospital for a medical examination.
9: I had swollen legs, bloated stomach, puffy face, and high blood pressure. I have never been to the hospital without the doctors telling me I have high blood
6: The mother of three every week comes to the dialysis center twice for treatment. She is required to pay at least. 450 Ghana cities for each season. An amount that he struggles to pay, considering the petty business that she's in selling soft drinks and sechia water, carrying them overhead. Her husband is a master man but better hard work that can take care of the family, let alone paying for dialysis.
10: Oh,
9: It is difficult for us to pay for the dialysis. Sometimes we owe them and anytime we get the money, we pay back. Our being here is being taken care of by our blood relations. We are very poor. My husband cannot afford the 450 Ghana cities. Without the support of my family, I would have been dead by
6: now. Ubede was supposed to be discharged by the hospital a month ago so that she could come into the center for the dialysis. She is unable because she cannot offset her medical bills. Her medical bills at hospital is a little over ten thousand Ghana cities, including the dialysis, which she has defaulted payment of four thousand two hundred Ghana cities. Because of the cost involved, so especially
8: this woman, is supposed to have gone home. I think last month, last two months, and be coming for dialysis. But because of cost, they can't even upset the hospital bill at the level. So they are forced to be here and be coming for the dialysis, until so they pay the bill, then they go home. So for a hair like this, it's the cost that is keeping her. If not, you would have been home and be coming for dialysis.
6: Unemployed middle age, Maryam Yahya is a mother-in-law of Obeda. She says, they are at their wit's ends and seem to exhaust all channels to enable them for the medical bills. <laughs>
9: We have nowhere to go for money again, and yet our bills are piling up. It is because we are unable to offset our bills. That is why we are still here.
5: While well, speaking during a joint News Thought Leadership event held in our studios yesterday, Presidential advice on Health Dr. Antonin Siasari revealed that National Health Insurance has set up a committee to review and access whether the NHIS can absorb the cost of dialysis. This was corroborated by the Director of Corporate Affairs at the NHIA, Oswald Mensah, at the same event that brought together all stakeholders. Dr. Antonin Siasari also revealed the process to make kidney transplant available in Ghana is underway with a document being reviewed for a law to harvest store and donate organs. Maxwell Abba has more in the following report. I'm What's very angry. What's your story? I am very angry. I'm more angry this morning. People are dying each day. The dialysis the, uh, machine in Kulibu got...
3: Voice of you know, activist Nasiba Bawa at a protest on, demanding a reduction in the cost of dialysis treatment after the Kulibu teaching hospital increased the cost from 380 cities to 765 you know, Ghana cities. The amount has since been reversed. It triggered the dialysis crisis series on Joy News highlighting the plight of 54-year-old Georgina Pia who couldn't afford the cost of dialysis. 15-year-old Priscilla Sante, who died some hours after she was featured in the series, pleading for assistance with her dialysis treatment. Some patients with kidney failure held a press conference and said 14 of their members have died between May and September after the Teaching Hospital limited its dialysis treatment to just emergency cases. The hospital said it had run out of consumables. The renal patients who said they were being sponsored were now compelled to pay for dialysis treatment in other facilities. Speaking during the stakeholders' event held in the studios of Joy, Chief Executive Officer of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital, Dr. Pukuwari Mpuma, said the decision was taken because the Kolibu Teaching Hospital RENA unit is suffocating under a four million Ghana cities debt. He is unsure when the services will be made available to outpatients. He says the facility will also need 961,000 Ghana cities monthly to keep the cost of dialysis at 380 Ghana cities. We are now engaged with government, with the ministry, with other stakeholders to see how quickly we can you know, find the resources to advance. Because at the moment we are sitting in a 4 million uh, city hall. If we are to operate at uh, our uh, current capacity, which is about 2,000 uh, dialysis sessions every month, then it means that we are going to accumulate about 961,000 cities of debt every month, uh, you know, in addition to the 4 million cities that we have already. So this is financially unsustainable. You can't tell when exactly the OPD will be opened? Yes, exactly. You can't tell? I can't, yes. Okay. And so it's for me, we have a 4 million deficit. Deficit, okay. And then if you are to run at full capacity, okay. we will need about 961,000 cities and subsidy every month to be able to maintain the current prices. Presidential advice on health, Dr. Antonin Sari, says steps have been taken to settle the debt.
7: We are waiting for what they are supposed to bring and then to be worked on as quickly as possible. Yes. The money is provided, is supposed to be provided by our Minister of Finance,
4: isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So
7: Dr. Mpuma has to put everything that he is doing, that he has to do, as quickly as possible in place. If I were him, I would use 24 hours to put everything in place.
5: We can now listen to a pharmacist and CDD fellow in health who also participated in that conversation.
7: A lot of us thinking that the previous government had been symbolic, and I make no apologies for my views then. The first thing they did was to pass a law to say statutory payments could be capped, and they could then decide what they were going to use it for. What they didn't realize, and that is why I always go by data, they didn't look at our 10-year disease trends to realize that our disease burden as a country was doubling. And we were moving from a situation where predominantly infectious diseases where the mainstay of our disease burden, to a state where chronic diseases are, the mainstay of our disease burden. So for example, if you look at 2022 data, malaria is still the leading cause of mortality, but it's contributing to our mortality has dropped by 46.6%. Whereas strokes have gone up by almost 10%. So if you go happy, the facts, when the diseases that are causing people to die are more expensive to manage, you cannot convince me that the NHIs, and that's why you've seen on my social media handles, I've asked the question. Those people telling me and Ghanaians that the NHIs should take on and fund dialysis, where are they going to get the money from? The truth of the matter and that was why some of us raised hell when this whole campaign law was going in. The truth of the matter of a health insurance scheme is key. that you expect them to have an excess of influence so they can invest it. So when they are recalled to pay for some of these more expensive procedures like chronic diseases, dialysis, um, <laughs> prostate cancer, um, breast cancer, they can get money out of the investments they have made with the premiums they have received to pay for them. But this government in its wisdom telling us we have the bed, took the money and said they can prioritize where the money should go. So I'm now listening to someone from the NHIS telling me that we are not liquid. And I'm saying, who mm. how can you be liquid when you never invested the monies that were coming to you for six and a half years? You can't be. And that's why though we are having a serious conversation, I am laughing because I'm like, we shot ourselves in the foot and now we are bleeding and we are saying, how come the gun hurt?
5: On October 6, the global community unites to observe World Cerebral Palsy Day, an occasion to honor the lives and accomplishments of the over 17 million people worldwide affected by this condition. Cerebral palsy is a group of disorders impacting movement and posture that deserves recognition not only for its prevalence but also for the resilience. And achievements of those living with it and the people working to make life easier for them. As part of the observation of the day, Joy News' Upper East correspondent Albert Sorry tells the story of the cerebral palsy centre set up by Africates Ghana to help make life easier for children who have the condition and their parents.
8: Many years ago, Mba Gahir worked. As a soothsayer, part of his job was to use divinations to tell whether a child born with deformities was a spirit or not. If such a child was found to be a spirit child, Ayamga would tell the parents what to do with him or her. Ayamga says his own divinations never involved killing the children or administering any potions. To them, rather, a ritual was performed at his shrine in the hope that these infants would be exorcised of the spirits and their deformity. Don't
0: you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes.
8: The requirement here in Mass was for sacrifices to be made. So, some chickens, a goat, food, and drinks will be provided for the rituals. We all eat the food and peace returns to the home. Cerebral palsy encompasses a number of disorders that affect a person's ability to move and maintain balance or posture. This has to do with the brain and it is common in children no spiritual ritual can reverse the condition. David Pualua is the country director of Africates Ghana somewhere in uh,
3: 2012 that was when we jointly marked the end of uh, the spiritual phenomena with the local communities in the and Nankana area. After that event, community members started bringing out children willingly
8: and seeking for support to help rehabilitating these children. Mbah Ayamga joined the group of reformed concoction men called the Right to Life Promoters and became an advocate for the rights of children with disabilities. They gave me ghosts to money for farming, and a bicycle to help me move around. So I'm able to comfortably fend for myself because the ghosts have reproduced. We also have an association of former concoction men. We meet regularly to discuss how we can help Africans in their projects. We are enlightened now, so we know they are here to help us. William Ayambire is a physio trainer giving physiotherapy to children at the Africa's Ghana Cerebral Palsy Centers. His work has helped improve the mobility of many children who were at the early stages of their lives unable to walk or even sit up.
6: I would do the training, the massaging training while make devices for the children. And that one enables the children to walk, to sit and crawl. If you don't have any
8: device which will help the children, the children, the getting up will be very hard. That's why I learned how to make devices. For the parents of these children, the cerebral palsy centers have saved them.
5: This child I am holding was one and a half years old when I first came to this center. At the time, he could not even sit up. But after going through the treatments, he is now able to walk
2: and eat on his own.
3: The instances where children are turned away because of the conclusion that they have a form of disability, um, it's, it's unfortunate. And we will want to appeal to each and every one of us who participate in one way or the other towards ensuring that education happens for our children.
8: For Joy News, Albert Sorry, Siriguo.
5: Ghana has completed its first review of the IMF economic program under the extended credit facility arrangement. This came up at the joint news conference held by the Ministry of Finance and the IMF team this morning. Ghana's finance minister, Ken Oferiata, made the revelation.
12: Things which ended up uh, were front-loading, um, such that God willing, by November, we actually would then have released $1.2 billion of the three billion uh, effective in that. So, um, truly, um, a lot of work has gone into this to give Ghana um, the opportunity to stabilize uh, much faster. Um, and this all hinged on um, the fact that cabinet moved us very quickly uh, to prepare um, the PCPEC program, which then you know, underpinned the work that the fund also uh, had to do. Um, So uh, I'm pleased to announce that the progress that we sought to achieve is very, very much on course. Uh, The stability that the Ghanaian economy was very much in need of um, has been achieved. We said we have turned the corner, Um, and the major economic indicators such as inflation, um, as Governor mentioned, the exchange rate continues to drop and stabilize and there's confidence returning um, in, in the economy. Um, I'm happy to confirm um, that Ghana has just completed um, its first review um, of the IMF program, um, as Stefan um, has announced. Um, the first review you know, had key deliverables, um, including um, the six performance um, criteria, and the three indicative targets and the three structural benchmarks um, that were due at the end of June 2023 so you can imagine um, the work and the anxiety <laughs> the speed um, of which people uh, have worked uh, even as we also try to manage demonstrations in the middle of that but we are all good and we're in good order. Um, so assessment um, of the progress um, Um, At meeting program targets also due by end um, September 2023 and end December 2023, uh, and discussions on the policy framework uh, for 2024.
5: The IMF mission chief for Ghana said a staff-level agreement is subject to IMF management approval and executive board consideration once the necessary financing assurances have been received. He was impressed at the level of progress made so far.
13: It was designed to have reviews every six months, and so the current mission is intended to, to hold discussions on the first review of the, of the program. During this mission, and even before, we have been engaging very closely with the the, the authorities on on program implementation. I'm very pleased to announce that uh, we have reached a staff-level agreement on the first review of the program. Let me add that that the agreement is is subject to the approval of uh, IMF management, and our executive board wants the necessary financing assurances have been received. An agreement with official creditors on the debt treatment, uh, in line with program parameters, would provide these, these needed financing assurances. Once, the, once our executive board uh, review is completed, Ghana would have access to um, another $600 million, bringing the total uh, IMF financial support disbursed under the, the arrangement since Uh, May, when the program was approved, to about $1.2 billion. The assessment is that performance under the program has been very strong and consistent with the authorities' commitments. Specifically, the authorities have uh, adjusted the course of uh, policymaking to to confront very difficult economic and financial conditions and to ensure a brighter future for all Ghanaians. On the fiscal front, more specifically, the government has adjusted the policy stance to bring about a reduction in deficits and restore the sustainability of public finances. This started with a bold 2023 budget that sought to increase revenues and, and reduce expenditure.
5: Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Addison also had this to say. There
14: has been a very comprehensive and collaborative work between the government side and the IMF. And this has made the two-week mission, very successful and fruitful, leading to the staff level agreement today. We have all established that the very decisive measures put in place by the government and the Bank of Ghana have started yielding results, signaling a faster than expected turnaround, which needs to be sustained as we resect the economy. More specifically, non-food inflation has dropped significantly by 19 percentage points. Food inflation has also come down by about 8 percentage points. Core inflation, which measures underlying inflation, is also decelerating at a fast pace. From the beginning of the year to date, the Bank of Ghana has built reserves of about $650 million U.S. dollars instead of the programmed drawdown of 98 million U.S. dollars, and this has been boosted by the innovative Gold for Reserves program. And as a result, we have seen relative stability in the exchange rate, depreciating by only 2.5 percent between February and now.
5: Kumasi Circuit Court has sentenced a 22-year-old household who murdered his employer at Sokobana Paso in yet another crime to 20 years' imprisonment. John Alista was convicted to 20 years each on two counts of stealing. Other sentences to run concurrently, the convict had pleaded guilty to stealing an amount of 167 thousand ghana cities belonging to the owner of a hotel where he worked as a receptionist Journalista made headlines last month for allegedly stabbing to death his employer six days after he got employed by 35 year old stella say also known as princess we'll bring you details and uh, videos of this in our subsequent bulletins meanwhile the ghana police service say they are on a manhunt for an unidentified lone robber who has been terrorizing residents of some affluent communities in Accra. CCTV footage of some of the robberies cited by Joanie shows the suspect sneaking into people's homes, holding his victims at gunpoint, and demanding money and other valuables from them. Residents are unhappy that the police have not done enough to apprehend the suspect, even though enough evidence has been gathered since March 2022. We'll hear from one of the residents shortly. Last night, the police issued a statement assuring that they are on a manhunt for the suspect. Well, I've been joined by a victim of this uh, robbery and uh, she'll be speaking to us on uh, or recount her ordeal. What, what, we've seen a video of the suspect's activities, uh, but I want you to paint a picture for us. How does he go about these robberies in a supposed high-secured settlement and get away with it?
11: Thank you very much. And good afternoon to your listeners. Um, we were being attacked or on that um, move, uh, sorry, there are So many highways. Um, we were coming from a, student from a program, and we were attacked. We met the armed robbers on the way. Um, they attacked us. They took away our money and our phone. Um, unfortunately, we have not seen the armed robbers. We are certain whether we know them or not, We have not seen the armed robbers. But the police then assured us that they will do everything possible to bring the perpetrators to book.
5: Well, we understand that residents who have reported uh, the issue to the police since March last year, I mean, you also took the pain to document uh, some of the uh, series of robberies since then. What has the police done about it?
11: Well, the police assured us that, as it stands now, they have not done anything effectively for us to see. But the only thing we received from them was an assurance that they are going to make sure the investigation of the treatise of that allow us are to be brought to book. But as it stands now, we have not seen anything from the police service.
5: Expectations as you say that the police is assuring you that they will work on it. Please come again. What are your expectations of the police?
11: Um, our expectations are that, uh, Anna, uh, that they work by what they have promised. Uh, because if- Still, we can, the police cannot assure us of safety and our community and the community are still living in here. They're not just saying uh, we have to, to about we need to be in and make the respect of this crime not
5: Thank you very much. You heard the Alex, as we choose to call him, he's a resident of one of the affluent communities where a lone robber is terrorising and they say the police have not done much about it. And on to other stories. A special tax force under the Interministerial Committee for State Land Reclamation has begun operations to reclaim sections of a 2,000-acre land acquired by the government for dairy farms. Parts of the land which is located in Amrahia Dampha and parts of Oyarifa have been encroached. By
0: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.
2: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
1: ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva RAM 1500, hecha para vivir. RAM es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
5: Private developers, as some persons have in recent times, turned the rest into illegal gravel and sand winning sites. Government has declared war on the perpetrators as it began a special operation to reclaim all government lands from encroachers. The following report uh, has details.
15: The 2,000 acre Damfa Dairy Farmlands was acquired by the state in 1969 for cattle-rearing and dairy products as part of government's industrialization agenda at the time. But, 50 years after the project had failed, landowners started agitations calling on government to release the land. After several petitions, government released 40% of the land to stool owners
10: in the year 2021 some time back uh, the minister of lands announced the release of 40 uh, percent of dairy farm lands back to the family uh, demarcations have been done but uh, allocations have not been formally done to the families involved unfortunately uh, we're having sun winning and uh, encroachment as you can see there's a uh, massive encroachment on the land and then sun winning is just like uh, every part of the land in the land there are galleys over here and there
15: speaking to the media after a soup on thursday member of an interministerial committee responsible for reclaiming the state lands clemens jato
10: says all encroaches will be apprehended fortunately we've been able to apprehend a tipper truck the others booted away uh, because probably the head tax force was coming here. Yeah. Well, the encroachers should halt so they don't waste their money. Uh, the sand winners, my advice to them, when government gets hold of them, they'll be in big trouble. You need permit to win sand. Uh, you need to go to mineral commission for permit before you do this. Otherwise, you're actually perpetuating an illegality and you can be punished or dealt with.
15: He also advised all potential buyers to do due diligence with the lands commission to avoid acquiring state lands from unsuspecting sellers. If you
10: look at uh, the way land is acquired, I would advise all suspecting buyers to do proper search before coming to a site and or parting with money for such a venture. It's it's too risky to part with money. Uh, If you buy government land, we all know adverse possession does not apply to government land.
5: alive on Join East today. We'll take a break on we'll return this business. <laughs>
3: Hello, my name is Abeiku
7: Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still they better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town,
8: store and discover the smart way to bank Echo Bank, the pan-african bank
10: daddy daddy oh, this tank is big
16: yes that's true
10: it can store a lot of water that's
16: so
1: true
10: wow it has a working service mm-hmm. that's
1: so true
10: i can see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i-n-t-e-s syntax
1: that is so true my daughter
10: well it's further into spiral
1: that's not true
10: but why
3: (laughs) syntax was the first to introduce double layer tongues in ghana syntax again was the first to introduce white inner layers in ghana Syntex gives you the biggest warranty. Seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex Tank. Are you strong? Are you tough?
9: fifth of the babies who come in will end up dying.
8: This is
17: impactful journalism, the storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the under-reported issues. Normally if you talk, that will change people, let them see it. This is impactful journalism, it is fearless, independent
1: journalism that reshapes thoughts and crashes stereotypes.
17: But I had no more strength in me again. The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives.
3: Children are born with sin. And therefore, if you don't baptize them and they die as children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This
17: is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries, Compelling Stories, Changing the Status Quo.
18: Welcome, Time for Business with me, Emma Davis. Procurement expert Dr. Kangsen Pente is making a strong case for a change in Ghana's procurement system within the public sector. This comes on the back of comments from economist Professor Peter Korte that the current procurement system is fraught with corruption. According to Dr. Pente, government should deepen its punitive measures on persons found to have breached the procurement law.
19: You may have to go back to the basics uh, where we started from where we have the Ghana National Procurement Agency and then the Ghana Supply Commission um, where we isolate and transition every procurement activity in the public sector space into what I refer to as a Ghana government procurement organisation. That organisation should run its balance sheet and must report to parliament. Therefore, you have just two coordinators of a a very lean team. Each respective mnda that will be responsible to coordinate procurement activities with the, uh, the Ghana Government Procurement Organisation, who will run its own balance sheet, and then put in appropriate governance framework to category manage spend for each ministry and department. Um, a master service agreement can be established to regulate how the services that are rendered by the Ghana Government Procurement Organisation to the various MMDAs. So what it means is that you are taking away the actual procurement activity to an entity that will be set up by regulation, okay, to focus on executing procurement for government. We have a CEO there who reports to parliament, and he will ensure performance and consequently manage bad behaviors as far as procurement is concerned. We can actualize real and enhance value for money from this particular framework. Okay. On top of it, we have technology that they will use to leverage, uh, they will leverage to execute procurement in that regard. Um, so a couple of things to be done. At, in the medium term, I have prescribed some measures that to be done that, that is required to implement that need to be operationalized to achieve this. Uh, in the medium to short in the long term, um, I think that we need to move procurement from the various MMDAs to an organization called the Ghana Government Procurement, which will run its own budget and regulated by regulation. That must report to Parliament. Maybe we've adopted a line to the President. Um, So we need to change the architecture and then re-orchestrate how procurement is configured within the public sector.
18: As part of this year's Cybersecurity Awareness Month, some stakeholders in the ecosystem are calling for more sensitization programs on cyber threats. According to the executive director of SLAM Foundation, Francisca Boating, this is necessary to consolidate government's quest to curb cyber-related crimes. She spoke to Joy Business after a three-day training on cybersecurity.
17: The training force, under the One Million Campaign Initiative, Aim to significantly improve information, communications, and technology, as well as cybersecurity literacy in Ghana. According to Francesca Buateng, the campaign seeks to equip 1 million people with introductory IT skills.
7: So the main focus is to bridge the gap, help people that normally will not be able to afford the training. So our goal is to bring people in from all diverse communities, especially the underprivileged, to take these courses because, as Duan said in her presentation, there's a, a gap of, a skills gap of 4 million people when it comes
17: to cyber security. Chief Executive Officer of SLAM Technologies, Sam Watson, made a strong case for more investments within the space to create jobs. So as we look
3: into the advancements of technology in terms of cyber security, the, you mentioned AIs and then the machine learning. Um, It's moving very fast, but then there has to be a regulations on this. So with um, our training, we bring it down so that everybody will learn because you can Google everything from online or you can put into perspective by searching um, something and then the AI will give it to you. It doesn't mean that you know. And so we bring the students um, on board and then we show them step by step how you can use the AI. AI probably doesn't have
17: lifetime. Director of DEI of ISC2, Duane Jones explained the need for Ghana to expand its investments within the IT space. Do things that you
15: see here. So continuing to hold partnerships, to hold events, hold partnership trainings like this to be able to showcase what we can do if we do it together. to showcase all the opportunity that is here, um, to see that room full of so many students who are eager, they're ready, they're willing, and they want to be a part of the cyber ecosystem. That's what we want to see, especially someone coming from outside of the country, and it makes us want to come back and come back
17: again. The security training was under the theme, Building a Secure Digital Future.
18: That's all for business. My name is Emma Davis. For more business news, log on to my joyonline.com forward slash business. Joy news today continues. Please stay.
7: I died. You're
1: yeah, right. Yeah. Mark your calendars, set reminders, and get ready for the academic showdown of the year. 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz. It's time for the brightest young minds in Ghana to battle it out for academic supremacy. Expect mind-bending equations, heart-pounding moments, and nail-biting suspense as the best schools go head-to-head. Who will emerge the ultimate champions and claim the prestigious trophy? Catch the action on TV, radio, and online. Starting 6th to 24th October 2023. The 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz is produced by Primetime Limited and sponsored by the Ghana Education Service in partnership with Goyal PLC and supported by AT, Air Tortigo, Prudential Life Insurance Ghana, Pepsident, Betamalt, APSA, Accra College of Medicine, Academic City University College, Coronation Insurance, Garnet, Cowbell, Aqua, GTP, and YFM. The broadcast of the National Science and Mass Quiz on Joy News and Joy Prime is supported by Vitamilk, German Ozone Medical Centre, Virtual Security Africa, Royal Four, Ace Medical Insurance, Chop Box Technologies, Syntax Tanks, Build Financial Technologies, and Family Health University College.
16: As we sports now, I'll join you today with me, Muftau Nabila Abla, Ghana Football Association President. Keto Kriku was re-elected unopposed in Thursday in January. 120 delegates assembled at the Northern Regional Capitals at the football government, he, uh, assembled to decide who should lead Ghana football for the next four years. And with Keto Kriku being the only candidate who had his name on the ballot paper, 117 voted yes for him to continue as president and two voted no whilst one person abstained after the elections he's called on the football fam- family to unite uh, ahead of uh, a second tenure where he believes that he'll be able to bring the betterment everyone is seeking for in Ghana football
7: i've always said that the road ahead of us will never be easy and will never be smooth but we will get it sure. Why I call on all of us, just like I said in Kumasi, to come together, to stay together, because the leadership of your F.A. is ready to listen to the other mind. We are ready, and we will listen to the other mind. We will listen to discerning voices. The four years ahead of us. It's to allow all of us to accelerate our rate of development.
16: And talking of accelerating the rate of Ghana's football development, let's take a look at the fixtures of the Ghana Premier League. As clubs are also seeking to pick maximum points, haven't had... Difficult stars in the Ghana Premier League campaign. Let's take a look at the fixtures for March Day 4 of the competition. Adiana Stars will come up against Breakum Chelsea. Bechemi United will play Media SC. And House of Oak they will come up against Dreams FC. House of Oak have lost two of their matches so far this season. Nations FC will come up against Legon Cities. Karela United, who have moved uh, their uh, the club to Tamale, will come up against Great Olympics. Uh, in Swatruman FC, We'll play FC Sumatex and Bibiani Gold Stars. They will play Real Tamale United. Heart of Lions will come up against uh, Tano Bafoka. Tano Bafoka currently sits at the summit of the Premier League table with seven points. And Accra Lions will play Kumasi Asante Kotoko. These are the fixtures for March Day Four in the Ghana Premier League. Let's also bring you some fixtures of uh, that will be happening. in Europe pretty quick before. Uh, showbiz comes up next. We have Luton Town come up against Spurs. Burnley versus Chelsea. Everton versus Bournemouth. Fulham versus Sheffield United. Manchester United versus uh, Brentford. Crystal Palace will play Nottingham Forest. And on Sunday, Brighton will play Liverpool. West Ham United versus Newcastle United. Wilhelm Wanderers versus Aston Villa. And Arsenal versus Manchester City. These are the fixtures for the English Premier League. This our wrap up sports here on Joy News today with me Mufthaw Nabila Abdullah, do join the sports team on Joy ninety nine point seven as to bring you game plan at one fifteen pm. The news continues right after this. <laughs>
1: At the heart of the illegal mining craze, babies are being born deformed. Their formation stage is interrupted by poisonous minerals exposed
6: by illegal mining. When a baby is deformed, you can't find the sexes of the baby. The placenta had a lot of mercury and lead. But those
1: who seek gold continue to expose the toxins that nature wants hidden
7: cadmium lead copper mercury they are of alarming concern
11: while you bring it up there they are mobilized into our water bodies and that is where we get exposed to them the country's water
1: bodies have become lifeless Across Ghana, they flow like a plague,
6: polluting the sea with a venom of illegal mining. You need about 10 to 15 micrograms per deciliter in your blood, and you are in trouble. In this documentary...
1: Erasso and his team investigate how silently Ghanaians may be poisoned for gold.
5: Time now. Check out what's making headlines. Moroccan authorities on Friday will begin providing money to families whose homes are destroyed in an earthquake last month that took nearly 3,000 lives and will require an estimated $11.7 billion Reconstruction funds over the next five years. After a commission tax by King Mohammed the Sith, to oversee recovery efforts met earlier this week, the government said an initial monthly payment of two thousand five hundred Moroccan dirhams will be disbursed starting October sixth. The September eighth earthquake wreaked havoc on rural regions south of market where mountain roads remain unpaved and economy relies on herding in small scale. Agriculture as autumn nights get cooler, many are sleeping outside in donated tents with a daunting task of rebuilding before them. That is it for World News Aptness. A showbiz destroying buildings
17: and setting off a scramble.
5: Everyone
4: has a story, but there was a time I decided. I have to stop the music. A story of
1: that unique place that gives them a
18: vibe.
15: It's a spiritual moment for me whenever i have to record music because whenever the place is dark i feel i'm in the studio alone even without the producer
20: Let's do some showbiz. Still here on Joy News today. And last night, there was a press worry held by the African Movie Academy Award board here in Ghana at the Ibis Hotel. Kofi Adjolulu, a Ghanaian actor, was there. And he's expressed some disappointment in the fact that Ghana, this year, did not have any nomination at the event, which happens to be the 19th 19th event uh, come latter part of this month which will be held in nigeria well this is what he said ninth which happens to be the 19th year of ama i have heard that ghana has no nomination in there how does it play out to you
4: oh, well i'm i'm not happy it doesn't make me happy and actually i should i should be ashamed i should be ashamed uh, apparently i'm not a filmmaker i'm, I'm not a producer um, this is so shameful. We have done films in these countries since last year. Most of the films are not up to standard. It really shows, and this is it. Because if they were up to standard, AMA would definitely nominate one or two films from Ghana. You see, this is where I was. I was even telling somebody that then the 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 jury does the selection for nomination for nomination of awards for uh, how do you call it AMA it's so Professional eh? the people. If you see the the pedigree of uh, the people who who sit down to select or to nominate, no, don't go there. And I keep telling my people, even the Ghana Movie Awards, and I don't know that even a jury, they don't, they don't print it out on, for you to even read about them. I, they print every, every single personality who is a member of the jury, the selection committee.
20: Well, that was Kofi Ajololo there. Well, ace Nigerian actor, Shiguna Rizzi was also there. And he is also encouraging filmmakers not to stop knocking on the door of government because film is actually a tool for change in governance. At film always unites. Film, not just unites. Film
3: unites, ignites passion. speaks. It, films become the voice for the masses, the downtrodden. The, you see it as a platform to say, okay, we can relate to what we saw in this film. We can relate to, you understand? And sometimes you find when art mutates life, but well, film is a veritable tool for change in governance.
20: Has, has that change affected, or has that change been seen with Africa when it comes to our films?
3: It's a gradual process, but well, you know, sometimes your leaders also play deaf and dumb and pretend that they're not seeing, but they see, they do see. So it's a gradual process. Before, we, if we continue pushing and knocking on the door, they will learn from it.
20: Well, filmmakers should actually not be sleeping; they should keep on knocking. Aisha,
5: of course, that's a good advice. Because I mean, when you're persistent, you definitely yeah, get, get want. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ibrahim, uh, for bringing us to this. You're welcome. My name is Aisha Prime. Log on to myjournaline.com for more news and all the updates of the developing stories. Enjoy the rest of our programs.